Hey ladies, today we are talking about how to feel balanced as a mom who has so many things competing for her attention. Yes, I see you. I'm right there with you. I feel it too. And how do you find time for the most important things, the things that fill you up and sustain you? I'm giving you three steps to balance your mom life. So let's dig in. Mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. like a hot mess. What me? No, never. I've always got it together. Yeah, right. I wish. Actually, yesterday at the grocery store, this wonderful lady who bags our groceries made a comment and she said that I was like super mom and that she always thought that when I came in with the boys. And I was so delighted that I looked like I had it all together because usually the grocery store is the place where I feel like I have it together the least. After the kids ask me for like the hundredth extra snack and I'm trying to stay in budget, I usually feel a little flustered by the time I leave. So it was really nice to hear that. But I mean, there are days that I have so much on my mind so much in front of me that has to get done that I just go from one thing to the next. You know, the dishes to kids fighting to, um, you know, pets pooping on the floor (laughs) to, oh no, we have to walk out the door. And not having a plan can be really overwhelming because you just don't know if you're gonna get the important things done. And some days I can be chill. I go with the flow. But even on those days when I'm not overwhelmed, when I don't make time for the things that matter, I'm not fulfilled or satisfied. And I know that you guys can relate. Everyone's always talking about life balance and balancing it all. And what does that really mean? So if we look at balance as a verb, I think that's the term that we're most often using when we talk about life balance. It's to keep something in a steady position so it does not fall. Because that's how it feels sometimes. We're just trying to hold all of the things together so that it doesn't all come crashing down. But when we look at balance in that way, I think we're missing the key to the puzzle. Because there's not enough time in the day to do all of the things. We can't hold all the things up every day. If you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. There's never enough time. But... If we think about the definition of balance as a noun, then I think we can start to see things a little more clearly. So balance as a noun means a condition in which different elements are in the correct proportions. 
when we look at it this way, it becomes clear that we don't need to put energy into all of the things every day and make sure they all get done because that's impossible. What we need to do is put the right amount of energy into the right things. We need to have them in the correct proportion because not all things are created equal, right? Dishes does not equal time with the kids or time with your husband. Some days, dishes might not even carry any weight. And in a world where we are just so busy and there are things constantly fighting for our attention, the dishes, the kids, the email, the text messages, the all of the things, I think it's so necessary to guard the important things because if we don't, Our time's just going to get sucked up with all of the things in front of us that don't really carry any weight. If you want to live the life that you were truly created for, what God created you for, you need to get crystal clear on what's important. What are your priorities? And then you need to honor them and guard them. Instead of trying to fit the important things in, like I'm trying to find time for my kids in between you know, work and rushing the kids around to extracurriculars and checking my email or whatever we're doing or trying to find time for my husband in between working and time with the kids. We're living life backwards. Instead of trying to fit in the important things, we should be building our lives, our routines, and our schedules around the important things. Because when we build our life around the important things, that means the important things get done. And then we're going to feel like we're balanced. So step number one, you need to get clear on your priorities. You need to understand what carries the most weight because it's going to help you make decisions on how you're going to spend your time. And there's a lot to be said on priorities. There's a million self-help books. But girl, you know me, I am going straight to the Bible because God's word has not failed me yet. And quite the contrary, it has blessed me in so many ways and it is jam packed with wisdom. So I've created a framework, I guess you could call it, of biblically based priorities that I use to help my clients build their routines and their habits and their schedules around. And it's called the Nourished Necessities. I've mentioned it here before. So number one is your relationship with God. Number two is your relationship with others. So in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he replied, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And he goes on to say, on these two commandments depends all of the law and the prophets. So basically saying that everything rests upon these two most important things. And we see this play out in a real relatable way, a way that I can totally relate to as a mom in the story of Martha and Mary. So Martha and Mary were sisters and they were having a dinner for Jesus and his disciples. And Martha welcomed them into her house and she was preparing the dinner. And her sister Mary was sitting with Jesus and just listening to him teach. 
And it says, Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. Right? She's frustrated. Like, Mary, what are you doing? There's all of this work to get done. How are you just sitting there and not doing this work that's so important, that's so urgent, that's right in front of us? But Jesus answered her and said, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. And Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Right? Mar- Martha was so distracted with all of those things that she felt she had to, had to do. But Mary, Mary could see she could tell what was most important she knew what her priority was she knew that her priority was her relationship with Jesus how many of us are in that same situation every day getting all of the dishes done getting all the cooking done the laundry all of the things but never take a moment to sit down and open up our bible or pray or worship or just spend time with God it's so easy to fall into that pattern and get distracted So we have to be clear. We have to understand what the most important thing is so we can make a good decision and be filled up with God's goodness and love because that's what's truly going to give us the mental and spiritual and emotional energy and physical energy to do all of the other things. It's all going to flow from that. Okay, and that was my sermon for today. So our second nourish necessity is our relationship with others. I think we can all agree that our relationships are important and they're the second great commandment. So obviously God thinks they're important too, but how much time and energy are we actually putting there? Are we putting the correct portion or are we letting our time get sucked up by all the little things and then never getting around to really putting in the time into our relationships? I know that if I'm not intentional about prioritizing this, What happens is I get aggravated with my kids when they interrupt me while I'm working instead of realizing like, oh wait, you're the priority, not me recording my podcast and I can at least give you the energy and the time it takes to speak gently and kindly to you, to explain to you that I will spend time with you when I'm done. Or I don't make phone calls or text messages that I need to make to my people because instead I'm checking off things off my to-do list. And there's nothing wrong with getting things done off a list, but making a phone call to someone that God has put on my heart to call today is the priority. It's more important. It's what's going to fulfill me and it's what's going to bless other people as well. And I can totally see in my life what happens when I put the wrong amount of energy into the wrong places. It's almost like God won't let me get this wrong when I do. It's just so blatantly obvious. And it usually happens on Saturday. So Saturdays, I don't know what happens in our home sometimes. They can get really chaotic. But in all honesty, I know exactly what happens. I start putting more energy into the things that don't matter. So here's how it plays out. Saturdays, we're not doing our normal routine and I'm more lenient with the kids. They want to watch more TV. They want to play more games. So I'm like, you know what? It's Saturday. Yeah, sure. And I see that they're busy doing their thing. So I'm over here like, ooh, what can I do? So then I get stuck in my work or I look at a cabinet that needs to be rearranged. And before I know it, a few hours has gone by and the kids haven't gotten any attention. And now they're freaking out looking for attention and we're getting out 
aggravated that we didn't finish our thing that we needed to do. But it's all backwards. Spending time with my kids comes before cleaning out the cabinet. I shouldn't be aggravated when they're looking for my attention. It doesn't make sense. But that's what happens when we don't have our priorities straight and we're not intentional and clear about honoring them. Okay, so you need to get clear about your priorities. There is a chart that you can download in my Nourish Necessities workbook that lays out all of the Nourish Necessities. So number one, your relationship with God. Number two, your relationship with others. Number three, your mindset and emotions. Then your physical health. Then rest and recharge and meaningful work. I'll put a link to that workbook in the show notes so you can grab that totally free resource because I love y'all. Okay, so we're clear on our priorities. Now, what do we do with that info? So step number two, you're going to build habits and routines based around your priorities. First, we're going to start with the area that needs the most attention while considering what carries the most weight. In the workbook, there's a little assessment that will help you determine where to start. But for example, so say both the areas of your relationship with God and your relationship with your husband are not in a good place right now, you're going to start with your relationship with God because that priority comes first And out of your relationship with God is where you're going to get the energy to pour into your relationship with your husband. But if your relationship with God is on point and your relationship with your husband needs some work, then you start there. So after you choose the area that you're going to start with, then you're going to brainstorm some ways that you can nourish that area of your life. So if it's your relationship with God, maybe you need a nightly prayer time or a worship time. If it's your relationship with your husband, maybe you need a monthly date night. And invite God into this process. He is the one that knows what you need before you even ask. And then look at that list that you wrote down of all these ideas that would nourish this area of your life and pick the one that God is calling you to. Then you're going to create a habit or a routine around it. And we need to be specific. So say it's a nightly prayer time that you're wanting to start. What time are you going to start it each night? Is it every night of the week or just certain nights of the week? And then set a reminder in your phone. If it's a date night, when is the date night going to be? Is it every third week? Is it every Saturday? And then be prepared. Schedule a babysitter. Don't wait until the last minute. Be prepared for your nightly prayer time. Have your Bible on your bedside table. Do whatever you need to do to make sure you're ready to get this habit and routine settled. And then once you have this habit working in your life, go on to the next area. What's the next thing that you need to nourish? All right, so step number three. Now you're going to use these priorities that you're crystal clear on to guide your decisions. Because we know that things don't always go as planned. So we make the routines, we make the habits, but sometimes the routines get thrown out the window. How are you going to handle that? You need to consider your priorities. So for example, say I'm going through my morning routine and Forrest is having a hard morning. He's my emotional one. He takes after mama. (laughs) So say it's time for our morning cleanup and he is not having it. He's having tantrums. He's just, his emotions are all over the place. He's throwing things, which is known to happen. So do I push through? Knowing me and knowing him, we're going to butt heads and it's not going to go well. But if I consider my priorities, I'm going to know that it's my relationship with him that comes first. 
loving on him is going to come before doing the dishes or sweeping the floor or whatever. So instead of cleaning like we were supposed to do for our morning routine, maybe we're just going to spend the next hour playing games or doing whatever he wants to do so I can connect with him. So what? The house is a little messy, but I was able to give Forrest the love that he needed right then. And yeah, my husband's probably going to come home and be like, um, what happened? Because we didn't have time to get to our cleanup. But you know what happened? We learned some good lessons about emotional regulation and about choosing the most important thing. And it feels better when we choose what's most important. We feel fulfilled and satisfied. If I would have chose to push through the cleanup and Forrest and I were butting heads all day and he was having just a hard time and it was never resolved, it's not going to feel good. I'm going to feel like I, I failed him. And really I did. But honestly, when we are able to choose what's most important, I feel like God always blesses that. Somehow, the house still gets cleaned. I don't understand. It doesn't really make sense, but it all works out in the end. So there you have it, ladies. Three steps for balancing mom life and saying yes to the most important things so that you can feel fulfilled and satisfied and so you can love on the people that matter most. I hope that this episode has blessed you. And until next week, God bless. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.